welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marco, with my fashionably dressed <laughs> co-host. Jessica. How's it going, Jessica? Oh, it's good. I think that's going to be my new thing is just to come up with different adjectives, adjectives and see well, if I can catch you off guard and make you laugh. That's probably a good thing. I'm sure people are tired of hearing you say lovely. Yes. Although if they've hung with us this far, you know, what's a few more lovelies? <laughs> anyway... Oh, we're back for another episode. This is going to be a fun one. This is going to be a family-oriented one, but... Yes. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a take on a drink called a TJ Smash. I still think you should call it the TJ Oshi. No. He likes to smash into things. I don't like hockey as much as you do. Ugh. I'm not going to call my drink that, but well, it's I not will like tell we named you what's it in Tom it. Wilson. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a hockey player who's in a lot of trouble. Anyway. Does he smash things? Yes, a lot. <laughs> okay, so in my drink, I have about two ounces of whiskey, and I have a... What kind of whiskey do you use? I, you whatever that 100 proof is. Oh, it's a bourbon. Okay, yes. Evan Williams, 100 proof. Yeah, it's it does the job. Um, and then I've got three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice and a half ounce of our sugar-free simple syrup that we use from Torani. Um, and then... Not a sponsor. But no, not a sponsor. That'd be great. But available no. on Amazon. So there we go. <laughs> right. Comes directly to the door. And six dashes of Angostura bitters. We put all of it into a shaker. Shake, 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 shake. And then strain it over crushed ice. And I garnish mine with a lemon wedge. Nice. I'm snazzy with my flower oh. shirt. With the wiggles. I do have the wiggles. What are you drinking over there in your tiny, tiny cup? My tiny, tiny little tasting snifter. Mm-hmm. I am having Jefferson's. Uh, this is actually their Ocean Aged at Sea uh, bourbon. Mm-hmm. And it is cask strength. So what the deal with this is they take their bourbon, they put it into barrels, they put the barrels out on an ocean-going vessel, it goes on a trip, you got the motion of the ocean rocking it around inside the barrel, and then you've got the changes in temperatures <laughs> as the whiskey gets sucked into the wood and back out as it breathes, which is normally happens even when it stays in Kentucky. Okay. And they all go on a trip. This one's from Voyage uh, 21, and so you can go look up the the notes on each trip. Neat. Does the boat actually do anything or just hang out in the ocean for however much time it needs to hang out there with these barrels on it? It goes on a trip. To where? Voyage 21 went. All over the place. It started in Savannah. It went down to Mexico. It went through the Panama Canal. It went over to Tahiti. Sometime in New Zealand. We're like Brisbane, Melbourne, all over the place. China, South Korea, Japan. Seas during hurricane season, so they're a little bit rocky. Yeah. It got around. It didn't just go out like, ooh, we're going out into the harbor. It's kind of like what when my uh, my brother in law was the skipper of the USS Constitution, he got to put to sea, which meant he went out into the harbor and turned around and went back into the dock. Yes. 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 No, this actually went around the world, and it's yummy. It is good. It's very yummy. This was a, a really nice gift from uh, some of the uh, the players at the rink uh, as a thank you for the work I do as a commissioner. And the commission. Uh, yeah, life is the commission. Don't life get is bald like the commission. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> life is good as the commission when it comes to sipping on this. So uh, I had, you know, sent thank yous to them before. But if they are That's listening to sweet. this, it, yeah, very sweet. Uh, not the whiskey, but 
Uh, the the sentiment is very sweet. The whiskey is very good. Yes. Yes. Agreed. And uh, I'm looking forward to enjoying this uh, a little bit more, as you can see by the bottle. Indeed. It's not the first time. <laughs> but cheers. Cheers. I didn't want to hit it too hard. This is really nice whiskey. I really, really like this one. Okay. Yeah. At some point, your dad and I should sit down and do a flight of these because he has two bottles of this from different voyages. So between us, we have three bottles. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. We will see. How was your week? It was a week full of things. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Do you remember or are you just so tired that it's like, I'm pretty tired, but I can tell you what I did. I did management and I did programming and then I did more programming and then I did more management and management and programming and programming and management. That's what I did all week long. Yay. Mm-hmm. How about we like give the uh, the ending of the cliffhanger we left for last week? Okay. So we That had, was a fun thing we did. <laughs> it was. We had a cliffhanger because we were getting ready. Uh, kids one and two had a out-of-town, out-of-state hockey game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a while since they've been on the same team. We had to go down to Hammond, Indiana and play a club team. So I've got this group and I'm coaching. I've got this group. It's kind of a ragtag group. We've got kids who signed up for the spring clinic. So we've got kids from the house team, from the recreational travel team locally, kids from South Bend, Valparaiso. I think there's some from Kalamazoo. We got this whole group. I'm there coaching. I've got another guy that was supposed to be coached with me. And then it turns out his son is trying out for a double A travel team. So he's out. So we brought in another dad, the the man, the other end of the bench, because that's a lot of bench for one coach to handle. There was plenty of surprises on whether or not who's going to show up, who's not, what are we going to wear? How can we find some jerseys that all match? But uh, we made it work. We got on there. And this is a team, this team we played is a club team. They play together. They just completely destroyed us over the winter when uh, Kid One's team played them. And now we've lost some of our, our older, our bigger, older kids had aged out, and we've got a brand new set of kids on up who are out of the, the U10 group, now up in the U12 group. So, uh, yeah, I just told the kids, like, look, you know, this is a club team. They play together. You're, we're just a clinic. We're from all over. I know you guys don't have chemistry. This is not your usual team. So, you know what? I'm going to ask you, some of you, to play a position you don't normally play. But the goal today is let's have fun. And every period and throughout the game, I kept asking, are we having fun? Are we having fun? Even had at the end uh, in the locker room when we, we won. We did. Seven to two. And like, everybody, did you all have fun? And we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have one voice from behind me go, no. Guess who it was? Kid two. It was kid number two. Kid two. Although after we fed him, admitted he had a great time. Mm-hmm. But he was hungry and he was tired and he was mad that I I made him miss a shift and I benched him because he was copping an attitude out there. He wasn't skating hard, so I commented on that. So then he got mad about that. Apparently, he was also mad that I, I quickly had to move my lines around because not everybody showed up. And so he went from being center that he was, thought he was going to get to play, which is his favorite position, and I moved him over to right wing. Oh. So he already had a chip on his shoulder by the time the game started, because that happened during warm-ups. I see, because you had even asked him, are you comfortable playing center? Do you remember how to play? And he was like, yes. Yes, Dad. Yes. So I was wondering. Yeah. Well, not that. everybody showed up. I see. 
And then he wasn't. I'm like, I told him, look, if you're not going to skate hard, I'm going to put one of these other kids that are playing three deep at their position, you know, move it around. So they're only two deep. I mean, you've got to skate hard. Well, when I did that, then he started crying. And I'm like, I'm not putting you out on the ice with tears in your eyes. So just yeah. wait a shift, which made it worse. Uh, it all came together. He actually finished the game with two of his best shifts that I've ever seen him play. And then he was ready to go out for one more. And then one of the kids who was also playing right wing got a penalty. And with a minute 24 left, and at that age group, we're doing minute and a half penalties. Yep. That was, that was, I'm like, well, that's the end of the game. To which that kid was also crying, I don't know what I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, you're not in trouble. You're just in the penalty box. Oh, what can I do to make up to you? I'm like, I don't know. Tell your teammates who also have to sit on the bench, you're sorry. <laughs> I got to coach a game. <laughs> uh i didn't i i spent most of my time up with the forwards because i had three lines of forwards going uh three partial lines of forwards uh and then time on the defense too i didn't see too much a kid uh kid one doing her thing got to see some of it but a lot of times i was like trying to make sure support was coming in to help her out so that she didn't have to make five saves in a row and then try to dive for that sixth one Mm-hmm. Um, but you watched her a lot. I did. And I got this really awesome picture of her basically taking a puck straight to the chest and it like bounced off of her and it's amazing. And I love it. She is pretty amazing. Yep. But it was great. I watched her. Kid is pretty amazing too. And the puck out of the in air the a couple of times to save it. And that was neat. But yeah, it was I good. did see she did some of her, what we call windmill catches where she, you catch it with the glove hand and then you wave the arm around and, it usually fires up the other team. Oh. She snatched a few out of the air in, in very dramatic fashion, including some that were not even, wasn't even a shot on goal. She just came out and snatched it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, the team we were playing, one, they were, they're bigger. They were on the older we're end of U12. so much bigger. But also they had a lot of penalties. And it's like, oh, if you could like not instigate <laughs> something by doing your goalie. Go ahead, kid one. Antagonize those big boys. Do it. Like, I love it. And at the same time, it's like, you could have just like let that go flying into the corner, but no, you had to snatch it out of the air and wave it at them. And she should have. Well, I, part of me loved it, and part of me is like, the rest of this team, like your brother, is not big enough to hold his own. He thinks he is. But he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fine if they would have attacked the goalie. Your bench would have been cleared, and she would have been protected. I don't know. My bench might have just stood there and watched, except for her brother who would have going, "Don't hurt my sister." <laughs> and he would probably be him that end up getting hurt. Probably. Yeah, so that it was it was fun to get to watch them play. Um, and then we went out for uh, we went out for a late lunch. But I want to talk about the ice rink. Oh, okay. Real quick. Sure. So we had never been there before, and we were not quite sure which entrance was the one for the skating rink. So we wound up driving around this entire fun um, complex area. And as we were driving by, I noticed there was a sign on one of the giant buildings and it said the Gene Shepherd community center. And I was like, Hmm, Gene Shepherd. Why is that name familiar? Let me think about this. And I thought about it and I thought about it. And then I realized that Gene Shepherd is the person that wrote the story that became a Christmas story. And that Hammond, Indiana is where Gene Shepard grew up. And it was the basis for the town that Ralphie's little family was set in. And so I had sent Did me down Gene this Shepherd whole Did Gene Shepard also write, what is it, Ollie Hopnoodles, Haven of Bliss or whatever? I, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Um, he wrote all kinds of things. And I 
absolutely adore A Christmas Story. It's one of my favorite movies ever, and it's definitely my favorite Christmas movie. Um, and I was just so tickled because I got on Google and I was like, oh my God, we can go to Gene Shepard's house and we can go over here and we can do this and that. And nobody else wanted to do it with me. So we didn't get to do it. Well, wait, but when Gene Shepard's house is not the, the house matter. from the movie. It doesn't matter. This is like they super can... nerd stuff, Marco. You could have just indulged me. Now I have to wait for the next hockey tournament to try and talk. That's to like saying, it. let's go to Stephen King's house and finding out it's not like the house from one of his books or one of his movies. Super nerd stuff. Yeah. Then you're just a stalker. There's like bushes in front of the house. Oh my God. Now you're even more of a stalker. No, I read about it on Reddit. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine if you hide in the bushes and look at his house. I didn't say hide in the bushes. I meant stand in front of the bushes. The house is in the background. You can't see into it. It's fine. <laughs> no, not from the back of the squad <laughs> car when they haul you away to jail. Creep. Anyways, the point is, is that I was so tickled that we went to this place that Gene Shepard is from because of the link to a Christmas story. That's the end of my story. Okay. Want me to tell it again? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we finished our, our little adventure in Hammond, Indiana. Without going to Gene Shepard's house. Yeah, not without going to jail. Hmm. Uh, we took off. We went and had to find some place to eat because the game was right at lunchtime. Uh, we ended up in Michigan City. We went to a brewery there. The food was excellent. Uh, kid one's, or no, sorry, Kid Two's attitude dramatically changed once we put some a full pizza in him. Yeah, he ate an entire pizza and not a tiny pizza. And Kid One had one to herself too. Mm-hmm. And then we got out of there. We headed back to town, and it was I was off to hockey for adult hockey. I went to my parents' house. You did with all of our monsters. <laughs> Because they were watching the two little monsters. We're out playing in dirt. They were playing in the dirt. My parents built a house and it doesn't have grass. And they apparently entertained themselves for hours just playing in the dirt. They rolled around in it. They climbed the giant dirt hills. They went stomping around in the forest and then they were back in the dirt. My dad said when we when I came to get them, he was like, maybe maybe next time you bring kid four, you put her in like shorts and a t-shirt and not a dress. And I was like... Good luck with that. This was a full-blown argument with kid number four, and she won. So That's because she's four going on 24. Yes. She's an interesting little nugget. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. I want to wear a dress while I go out. She also wants to play hockey in a dress. N- no, that's not how it works. When she's not out in the garage in Crocs, her underwear, a t-shirt, playing hockey. <laughs> yes. We shouldn't let her do that. It's cold in Michigan. Well, she's a winner, baby. Hmm. She is probably, like, the two winter kids are the ones that are always like, oh, I'm just going to wear t-shirt and shorts if that. Well, like when I found kid number three shirtless in the snow on the swing set last year. Did you? I did. Oh, my God. Yep. I was pretty ticked off But it's our two one. summer kids that are always like, I'm cold. Like, one of them is always sleeping in sweatshirt and flannel or fleece jammy pants and four blankets. And I'm cold. Yeah, and know. has a loft, so... <clears throat> That child is also close to the ceiling where all the hot air rises. Yes. 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 What else happened this week? Not that I can remember. It's just been a busy, busy. not exciting week. Our kids learned how to do flying sidekicks in oh. Taekwondo, so that was that's something. Well, two of them. Oh, the kid number one learned how to do it tonight. Oh, that's right. That was tonight. tonight. Yeah, the night that he did it, she was uh, at goalie camp. Mm-hmm. Well, yay, they can go flying around and kick higher holes in the wall or something. Not that they've kicked any holes in the wall. 
No, but they're going to start kicking holes in each other soon. <laughs> Well, that's a new cliffhanger for that, but it's, uh, (laughs) how about this? Tonight, we're going to talk about a family-friendly topic, Mm -hmm. so we'll play some segue music, and we'll get into that. Sound good? Yes. Cool. Jessica. Marco. Tonight, our topic is Family Film Fest. Movies! Movies. It's movies! I'm so excited. I love movies so much. You don't say. <laughs> you are quite the cinephile. I am. You are so much. So why don't we uh, why don't we do this? We got a few uh, questions as we dive into this, but we're really just setting up for that perfect family movie night or family film festival you can even rate them and score them and give them family scores and have a lot of fun with it but before we get into all that what are some of your earliest memories of going to the movies going to the movies yeah hmm um one of the first ones that i can remember going to my aunt actually took my cousins and i i can't remember if my little brother was there or not um but she took us to see the jetsons the movie in the theater, and it was a really big deal because one, it's the Jetsons, and they're awesome. And two, I, I really don't remember being in a theater before that, so that was like a fun experience. That's also because you're the oldest kid, mm-hmm. so it's not like your parents went and took you to the movies. No, to like kid-friendly not, movies when yeah, you were like really. so young, you can't I, remember it. I even. don't think they wanted to sit through them <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, on the other hand, am not the oldest kid in my family. Nope. So I got uh, got to be the tag along since about the time I was born. I believe my first movie in the theater was Empire Strikes Back. Wow. Yeah. Do I remember it? No. <laughs> nice. But I was there. <laughs> you were there. I was there. Was it opening weekend? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> uh but we are, we went to a lot of movies because I had two older sisters and then eventually I had my younger brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the theaters we used to have here, which um, one still stands, more or less. Growing up, we had a two-screen <laughs> theater and a five-screen theater. The five-screen theater was in the oh. quote-unquote bad part of town. It was not one where if you were going to an evening movie, the parents would be yeah, late no, picking you up. Nope. Right on time. Especially like when you got to be teenagers and like the parents drop you off and pick you up. They didn't want you exactly loitering on the sidewalk after dark mm-hmm. part of town. It was in this really shady strip mall even at that point in time in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. But there were still some stores in it. And eventually it was just the movie theater. And yeah. eventually they just tore the whole thing down. Yeah. It's so, basically an overgrown parking lot now. Yes. Mm-hmm. That one was affiliated with... Uh, you. Um, United Artists at that time. Okay. Because movie theaters had also the, there was, you know, the affiliations with different distributors and theaters and production, whatever. Anyway, uh, and then in the uh, closer to where I grew up, there was a two screen yes. theater, which was uh, we liked going to. And they also did this thing. There was this uh, grocery store slash department store, mom and pop shop, Hilltop. Yes. Yes. 
And they would, in um, the summers, they would do, I think it was the summers, but it might have been year-round. They had these movie passes, and they would do special features. And so you'd buy one of these passes, and it got you into, like, in the series, got you into, like, five movies or ten movies or however many movies. And they were kid movies, and it was a discount. And really much it was equivalent to, like, a $2 feature. So you get to see all these, and parents would buy them and take the kids. Uh, they had, like I said, they had two theater. You walked in, and you either went to the left or the right. Yes. That's what they, had. Mm-hmm. they also had um, one arcade game there for the longest time, and it was pole position. <laughs> so, like, all the little kids were all trying to play this, and you had to, like, shift the car. Yeah. Yeah. None of us know how to drive a stick shift at that age. <laughs> but we were, like, working that thing all over the place. <laughs> that was by far the nicer theater. You know, when you'd walk, your feet didn't really stick to the floor too much there, whereas the other one was kind of dirtier and creepier. Yeah, we never actually went to the Dirty Creepy one. We drove by it. Oh, we did. I mean, when uh, they did the re-release of the Star Wars movies before they did the prequels, it was at that dirty, shady, yeah, bad part of town one that we'd um, go to. And, and I remember going there on like date nights when I was in high school, too. Okay, no, we drove by it in once. In the middle of the afternoon I... because like, you know, both my parents <laughs> and whoever I was taking out on a date were going... You guys are not going there after dark. No, we basically drove by it once and my parents said, nope, never going here. <laughs> and that was that. Oh, so we, we went there stuck like... to the two screen theater or we just rented from Family Video. Well, I'm going to get to that in a second. <laughs> but I do remember going to the, that part of town because my family has a tradition on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. We get up, we do stockings and then we would go to the movie theater and it. It used to be not too full, and then after the years went by, it got very, very popular. But it was always the one in the rough part of town. Now, of course, we or I already mentioned that one got torn down. The two screen. Yes. Yes. That building still stands. It is no longer a movie theater. Nope. Although I'm sure it has plenty of screens in it now, more than two. Yeah. It is a urology clinic. It is. So the features they're streaming there <laughs> are not nearly as exciting. Not for us. No. Um, we did just get to help a friend with a scavenger hunt, though, because she sent us a text going, hey, did the urology center used to be a movie theater? And we were like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I saw totally twi- win this. I saw Twister there. I saw Twister there and twice in one day on opening weekend. Opening weekend. It was dark and rainy and cloudy. And wow. In oh, fact, no. we were supposed to go, and my friends and I couldn't get tickets to the show we wanted to, so we went back to my house and shot pool for a while, and then we went to a later night showing of it. We might have been in the same theater. We might have been in the same theater. <laughs> um, yeah, that that was fun. I also saw Jurassic Park there. Oh, we probably did too. Yeah, we're all the little we kids. Like saw that in the, the lawyer got bit off the toilet, and all the little kids were screaming because the only one we could get into that for that one was a matinee. So the little kids took tiny kids. Yeah. And they were screaming. And meanwhile, my (laughs) friends and I who are in high school are like going, yeah, eat the lawyer, eat the lawyer, (laughs) which is the one who stood up and cheered and was pumping his fist is now an attorney. That's funny. It is funny. Um, We went to see Batman one year. It was one of the Tim Burton Batman. Batman, No, we didn't live here. Tim Burton Batman came out. Um, this was one of the like Michael Bay Batman's with the nipples. Michael Bay didn't do Batman. It that was matter. Joel it's Schumacher. Fine, same person. Nipples? <laughs> no, it's not. Kind of explosions and nipples. Done. Anyways, it was that Batman. I don't remember which one because there are a couple nipple suits. Well, it's Clooney or Kilmer. It was uh, Va- no, Val it Kilmer was, it was or Clooney. Clooney. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so we went to see that, and my parents dropped my brother and I off in the one theater, and then they went to see something else that was playing on the other screen. Well, so, like, my brother and I have our popcorn and our sodas, and we're sitting, and we're watching the movie, and we're really, really happy, and then, like, halfway through the movie, somebody decides to spray pepper spray in the theater, and they had to evacuate... They seasoning the popcorn. Sure. They had to evacuate our, our theater, and we had to go sit on like the front step of the theater because they would not let us go into the other screen to get our parents or join them because that movie, whatever it was, was rated R. That was the last time we went to that theater. Oh my. Yeah, so we had to wait for video to see how Batman ended. It was Stupidly. Yeah. Yes, stupidly. Stupidly. Well, that's theaters, but movies at home, family movies at home. Mm -hmm. What memories do you have of watching movies at home? Labyrinth. Okay. Forever. Labyrinth forever. Um, so we got a VCR when I was really little and it was a really big deal. How little? Like four or five little. Okay. Okay. So like right when they came out. You remember? Yes. Right. Because I was like five or six and we got one. So our Around the time we also got a microwave. Yeah. I remember my grandmother came over and she was, we were like, she and I and my little brother were trying to figure out how to use this thing. So my parents had to go off to something for my sisters. And she was trying to microwave dinner one second at a time. <laughs> oh, it's not hot yet. She hit one again. And a second later, still not hot yet. Oh my God. <laughs> my mom was very suspicious of the microwave. My dad brought it home, they plugged it in, and they were like, okay. Let's cook something. And my mom was like, no. What if it explodes? <laughs> <laughs> Radiation everywhere. You'll have superpowers. It was so funny. It took like a really long time for them to start using it. Anyways, um, the VCR. Yes. Our VCR came with a copy of Ghostbusters. And wow. that is like the first movie that I remember watching at home on the VCR. And I was obsessed with it because it's Ghostbusters and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, my grandparents came to visit, and I was like, grandparents, you're here. We're going to watch this movie. It's Ghostbusters. There's ghosts in it. Where did you go to rent movies? Um, When we lived here, we went to Family Video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But back up, when you first got the VCR. I have no idea where we went to rent videos. But there was some sort of video, not Blockbuster. I can tell you that right now. Um, There was some video rental place that we went to, and it was like you had to, um, at first, you had to, find the movie behind the box yes but then as like i got older the the stores all switched it to like you had to find the little tag and then you had to take the tag up to the person at the desk and say i want this movie on this tag and then they would go look to see if they had it or not and then they would give it to you if they had it okay Mm -hmm. yeah do you remember that yes okay but really so we would go like every weekend to rent movies and i picked labyrinth or if it wasn't Labyrinth, it was Legend. And if it wasn't Legend, then it was the Dark Crystal. And that was basically it. Every week. Not forever. A League of Their Own? Marco, we were talking about when I lived in Georgia. I was a tiny child then. Okay. Like seven and under. Okay. Labyrinth. Well. <laughs> David Bowie, forever. Okay. Mm-hmm. David Bowie and his yep. wig and his codpiece. It's not a wig. Don't ruin my... All right, his copies. Okay. Where did you go to rent movies? Oh, my God. So, uh, the <laughs> aforementioned Hilltop. Oh, yeah. We did that. We used to go times. there. It was um, confusing, though. 
What? Yeah, it was confusing. Well, it was there. And so originally that's where we would go. We'd rent like three or four movies. And eventually we'd actually rent Nintendo games there too from the yeah. original NES once we got that. But yeah. like I said, when I was uh, five or six, we got our first VCR. We Actually, it's around the time we got cable too. So we would we would rent movies, and it was interesting because my sisters are so much older than me, and you know the whole family had to get involved, and they tried to pick things that everybody liked. Um, of course, a lot of it turned into if my brother and I wanted to watch something, it was whatever musical my sisters picked out. Ew. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, singing in the rain. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> Oklahoma. And is there anything else to this movie other than them saying Oklahoma over and over again? <laughs> Uh, stuff like that. Hilarious. But there was also, you know, taping things off of TV. We wa- kept running Jaws because my brother loved it. So then it turned into tape it off of uh, WGN, the Superstation out of Chicago. Oh, with all the commercials. With all the commercials. and But also it, it edited out the choice words. That's no fun. And the Well, head. he was four the first time he saw it. And he would just watch it all summer and over and over. And then about a year year and a half or so he'd watch it so much that it would finally snap and it would be on tv again and we tape it again because my parents <laughs> didn't want to spend money to keep renting it because initially he just kept renting it that's so funny but we would go there uh eventually they uh phased out their video department and we started going to family video and hollywood video you remember all those that's I what we had sure around here before family video because it was down the street from my house and that right. was awesome um, Hollywood video, we didn't really go to. I know where it used to be. And family video where it used to be down from your house is now what? The a, derm- oh, dermatology, dermatology office. Yeah, dermatology mm-hmm. office. Yeah, that's funny. And Hollywood video, I think, is the Verizon store. It is, but first it was a blockbuster. Yeah. And the other <laughs> the other family video is what now? Uh, Dollar General, of course, is the Dollar it General. Is. Dollar General's everywhere. Yep. And we never had a blockbuster in this town. We did. We did? Where? Yeah, they bought Hollywood video. Oh, Mm-hmm. Was I gone by then? Yes. Okay. It, it was, we had like already gone to college or graduated from college when that happened. Well, then doesn't matter. It was gone by the time we got back. Word. Yes. <laughs> Poor Blockbuster. When you're watching family and getting, renting movies to watch at home as a family, not just like, this is what Jessica wants. This is what Jessica's brother wants. This is what the parents are getting when they're going to send the kids to bed and they're going to watch this. But when it's like, we're going to sit down as a family and watch a movie, let's pick it out. What kind of movies, what were the frequent topic or the frequent rentals that came in, the features that you guys would watch? Aside from the one, I mean, obviously the ones you just mentioned because those are your favorite. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got your standard Disney movies. Those were always a big deal. But we actually really like action movies and we like comedies. So those were frequent movies that we would get. How about you? Well, like I said, it was... It was a, quite a task because there were six of us trying to get something for everyone. But the, my parents would bring in a lot of the classics. My sisters would push for musicals. Um, I remember it, one of my earliest memories of watching movies with the family were The Birds, Hitchcock's The Birds. <laughs> I think I was about four. I remember. I mean, saw that. Uh, the Fly and not the Jeff Goldblum version. The original one with Vincent Price, the 1950s one. Hmm. The Blob, uh, all these old horror movies, older movies. Um, Your parents thought that was a good idea to let you watch those? Apparently. When you were so tiny? Apparently. And my sisters, because he's trying to freak out my sisters, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, But of course, 
the Indiana Jones movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark was a popular one, especially my oldest sister absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. And so that was a frequent one. And of course, Temple of Doom became one of my favorites when I was younger. Yeah. Temple of Doom is the best one. Uh, I, I got to say Last Crusade. No, it's Temple of Doom. I would say Last Crusade and Raiders uh, grown on me, but when I was a little kid, Temple of Doom. You know why? Why is that? Eyeball soup. That's <laughs> yes. why. Always. I, and that I've outgrown eyeball soup. I haven't. When uh, we showed it to our kids, I was like, get ready. Here comes the eyeball soup. And it was so amazing because they squealed. It was great. <laughs> Obviously, Star Wars. I'm just going to ignore that. Obviously, Star Wars <laughs> was popular, uh, the, the Star Wars series, and Disney movies, but not too much. A lot of times we'd go see them in the theater, and it's like, okay, we've seen it. So Good. We, we did but we're Indiana Jones and Star Wars and Jaws and Hitchcock movies are something that we would get. And musicals, yeah, over and over and over and over again. Even though cause everyone just loved watching them over and over again. Mm-hmm. Jaws, um, we used to watch Jaws on Saturdays every once in a while. Like it would always be a Saturday. It would be we would put it on right after church, and it was always great because we would make homemade pizza that night. And I used to like, I still like lots of red sauce on my pizza, and so my dad would make sure there's lots of red sauce. And then by the time it would cook, like. The shark would start eating people. So it was really bloody. And I'd be sitting there with my super saucy pizza going, yeah, okay, <laughs> this is good. And I thought that was the greatest thing ever because I'm a twisted little person. For us, we watched these. Uh, the main TV room was downstairs. The kitchen was upstairs. So we really didn't eat down there too much other than like popcorn. Mm-hmm. Microwave popcorn. Uh, every so often that we would do it, we did have a popcorn popper at one point. So we would do that. But usually it was microwave popcorn. If we had any food down there and somebody had to run upstairs and make it and run it back down. Did you have to pause the movie. Had to pause the movie. I think also in the summer and there's a while there where like, what was it Sunday nights or Saturday nights? Disney would have some feature. world of Disney. And it would be things like Sword in the Stone or the animated Robin Hood with the animals mm-hmm. or, or Jungle Book mm-hmm. or. Or Mr. Boogity. Yeah, they would have Mr. Boogity too. Mm-hmm. We got Disney Plus, and last week I made all of our children watch Mr. Boogity, yeah. and it was <laughs> just as amazing as I remember it being. What were their reactions to this um, fine cinematic masterpiece with all the sarcasm that goes with that? Kid number two just completely left the room. He was like, nope. Um, kid number three pitched the biggest, hairiest fit about not wanting to watch it. He, he was going to hate it, blah, blah, blah. Turns out kid number three is the one that liked it the most because he was completely engrossed in that movie. He was like down the, on the floor staring at the TV. The, the villain's like a time. walking booger. I know, it's great. Short of being the blob. Kid yeah. number one was like, Mom, this movie is so stupid. Why do you even like this? And then she sat on her phone for the rest of the time. And then kid number four was highly suspicious of it and she curled up next to me and I had to turn some of it like into a joke, like, Oh ha, it's boogery footprints on the wall. It's funny. It's not creepy. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, yeah, but kid number three liked it the most. I was pretty impressed that any of them liked it. Well, we'll get to our kids in a little bit. Let's go back to, we, we just went through us as a kids and our film experiences. Let's fast forward to college. Film interpretation. Film interpretation, which a lot of people take. Like my brother had film interpretation in college and they had, he had a very traditional film interpretation approach. A lot of French films and foreign films. It's a bummer. It was a very dry class, and he's like, I just want to get done with this. 
we had an awesome professor, and you yeah. and I didn't take it the same uh, Nope, I semester. took it before you did. Yeah. So why don't you talk about your experience in there, and then I'll get into mine. Yeah. Our film professor, his name was actually Greg Smith, and he wrote his dissertation on The Shining. And so, like, he's super into horror movies. Why don't you, real quick, paint the picture of what it was like? Because this class, you you went to the lecture and he lectured, but then you had the lab part where you had to go watch movies. Right. And so, but first, paint the picture of what he looks like when he's lecturing. Tiny man with red hair and okay. sweaters. He didn't wear sweaters Shirts? when I, he I didn't wear So I had him. Why I had him in a warmer semester. He wore Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Ratty old jeans. Yeah. And concert T-shirts. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. And then you just marching back and forth, excited about... Oh, so excited about everything. Different tracking shots and different angles and what they mean and everything, mm-hmm. but always relating it back. And he looks like he's getting ready to go to a like Def Leppard concert. Yeah. So anyways, I had him and he's super into horror movies. And he, first day of class, he was like, this is film interpretation. I'm going to teach you all the things about photography and camera angles and... The costume design and and music for the backgrounds and everything, but we are only watching horror movies in this class. There will be no French films. There will be no classic movies unless they are of the horror genre. And I was like, yes, this is the greatest semester of my life because we started with the like late forties, early fifties, and we worked our way up through the two thousands. I think one of the last movies we watched in class was Blair Witch Project. Yay. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it was the early 2000s when I took that yeah, class. So, like, that's that was probably the biggest movie for horror at the time. It Saw was. Saw hadn't come out yet, so. Yeah. I had, um, and we, of course, watched The Shining, but we also watched Pink Floyd's The Wall, we, yeah, we which is that. a headache, you know, when you're trying to go, well, what does that mean? And why did they do this? And why did they use this angle? There's a lot going on in that. Uh, Jaws, Alien, Thelma and Louise. We weren't limited to just horror. Yeah, that's that Apocalypse Now. Too. He had lots of good movies. None of the movies were bad. The um, Heart of Darkness, which is the documentary that Francis Ford Coppola had his is really his wife just shot videos and then they pieced it together a documentary about the making of Apocalypse Now. Cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else we had. It was it was really fun, and the thing was, it was easy to find the movies. If you miss the lab, you could yes. just go to the rental place down the street and rent it and just watch it at home. It's not like... And it was, it was something like people wanted to come over and watch it with you. Yeah, that was the thing. It was so much fun to go to class because it was like, oh, today we're watching Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And tomorrow or next week, we're going to be watching... Um, and the next week, we're going to be watching Separate Wives. And then after that, we're going to be watching The Shining and on and on and Taxi Driver. And it was amazing. Yeah, and there was ones that... Uh, I would probably wouldn't have watched, but he made it fun. Like the stunt man, the player. Mm-hmm. And when you mix it in with all the other ones, it's like, okay. But it definitely captured all the points he was trying to show in Absolutely. terms of costume and music and angle and the hidden meetings that are in there. Yeah. We so we learned all that. We we didn't spend we a lot of time doing doing the hidden meetings. In the movie, and I, in, in all the movies that we watched, I would have liked to have done that more. We did, we touched on it a little bit, but he was more focused on the technical aspects when I took it, so. I mean, like, when you get into hitting meetings, we got into Alien, and we got into the ties to Mother, and yep. how you even look at the ship, and we it's almost like thing. internal anatomy, but also 
like the stuntman, which I mentioned, and how Peter O'Toole, I mean, it's about a guy who's a fugitive and he stumbles onto a set and kind of tries to hide there as a stuntman. But Peter O'Toole is the director and he always comes in on these big booms, which you've seen them before. It's a big boom and there's the cameraman and the director sits next to him, but he comes sweeping in from above. (laughs) And so there's kind of a hidden God reference there because he's the all-knowing, all-powerful director who descends into the camera shot instead of just walking in from the side or something like that. He's always coming down from on high. Mm -hmm. And And had I not taken that class, I wouldn't have thought of it. Actually, I probably wouldn't have watched that movie, but nope, uh, it was quite enjoyable. Or The Player, where uh, Tim Robbins is also in the film industry. And as he goes from being squeaky clean to progressively going down, spiraling downward and downward and downward and getting his hands dirty and grittier, his wardrobe gets darker throughout the movie. The suits go from a... He starts out in a white suit, and then it's tan brown and darker and darker mirroring things and that's i mean mirroring where he's going in terms of personality again things that i hadn't thought about until he brought up and of course we got into other things with the camera angles and the shots and everything really enjoyable brought more out of it but getting a little bit too deep for family movie night but worth mentioning well, yeah, because you can, you can do this with family type movies, too. You can you can sit and rip them apart and really dive into like the the plot lines and the color choices for the wardrobe and the background music and all that good stuff. Like You can teach your kids how to do it. It'll be yeah. good for them. And it definitely gets to where we're at with movies. And then obviously it, movies have been big for us because we enjoy watching movies. Uh, even in grad school as an escape, we went to the theater. We saw some interesting <laughs> movies there, depending which theater we went to. <laughs> what part of town we are and whether or not it was just the usual movie going experience or we had people trying to sneak in giant pizzas or oh, yeah. that were not sold at the theater. Nope. Um, it's an experience and we continue to love movies as adults and with something we share and we do movie night with our kids. And so this is kind of a leading into what are some of the favorite movies we've either shared with our kids or we plan to share with our kids let me just start naming some. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, one of the surprising movies that we shared with our kids that they actually loved was Casablanca. They got seriously sucked into that movie. Deeply. Especially kid number two. Like, we were blown away with how engrossed he was with it. He had so many questions. He was ready to expand the universe into multiple, like, <laughs> first off, it should have been like a four-hour movie. With several yeah. four-hour sequels as he, he expands all his questions on what's going on. so many comments and so many questions about everything. And we're like, dude, we... But he was the only one like of our kids all. who liked Maltese Falcon. The other ones were bored with it. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I don't think anything about that. But he was. He, he seems to really like a Bogart film. Yeah. So we need to show him some more. Probably African Queen next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they... They, of course, you know, um, as we do this, the Disney movies, they've seen them. Um, Recently, we, I showed them Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and all four of them thought it was fantastic. It definitely holds up. It's hilarious. Kid rides on a bumblebee at some point. It's wonderful. They love, uh, they love all the Star Wars movies. Mm Mm-hmm. They love the Indiana Jones movies, and especially when we, like, they'd seen bits and pieces, but we sat down and watched all of them. They, uh, the boys really liked, um... Hunt for Red October. Kid yeah. one was like, 
All right, whatever. It's a boat. Yeah. I don't want to watch this. They liked (laughs) Undercover Blues, which is a cute (laughs) little 90s movie. Stanley Tucci, a younger Stanley Tucci who still has hair. Great. Kathleen Turner. Yeah. um, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dennis Quaid's in it. A lot of other people are in it. It's wonderful. Tom Arnold's in it. (laughs) He is. Don't watch it for Tom Arnold. He's annoying in it. But, um,. This Oscar movie? was good. No, wait. Go back okay. to Undercover, Undercover Blues. Blues. If you can find it somewhere, definitely sit down for an hour and a half and watch it because you will absolutely love it there. Every character in it is delightful. Harry and the Hendersons was a kind of a one. It was one that we loved as kids. We showed it to them. And the kid, you know, the fact that a Sasquatch, a, a Bigfoot, Harry, is running around did not phase those kids one bit. They didn't ask a question. Nope. But what did was... Mommy, Daddy, why do they have their phone tied to the wall? Why, why is there that string on the phone? What, why can't they just walk around to upstairs with the phone? What's happening here? What is this? Is someone going to steal their cell phone? Mm-hmm. Why is it anchored? Yep, that was that was very surprising like, for oh, them. That's We're a, like, oh, that's, that's a phone that's cord. A phone cord. It's fine. They used to be attached to walls. <laughs> you used to have wires to work the phones. What there were mean? questions. There were so many questions about the phone. Um, Oscar. Oscar was good. It. So Oscar was based. It's a stage play that became a kind of guilty pleasure uh, passion project for Sylvester Stallone and a lot of other actors who decided to bring it to the film. Critics they're like, "What are you doing here?" But it's you watch it and it's like, "Look, if as long as you know going in that it was a stage play and it's shot very much like a stage play, yeah, uh, it is hilarious. It's cute. It's a 1920s gangster." Who bootlegger, in, bootlegger in uh, New York, who decides and promises his father on his deathbed that he's going to go straight and become a banker. And it's all about it takes place the morning that is supposed to be his first day being an honest, reputable man. Mm-hmm. And hilar- there are so many hilar- good lines that you can quote from <laughs> I this say, movie. hilarity ensues. Well, and like almost everybody's a star in it. Yes. Kurtwood Smith is in it. The Red Foreman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dom Amici. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy that plays Aldo? The one from Animal House. I don't know what his name is. I have to look it up. Whatever. He played Boone in Animal House. Stallone. Chaz Palminteri. <gasps> he is Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim. Tim Curry is the best in Marissa this Marissa Tomei. Mm-hmm. Peter Reigert plays Aldo. All sorts of people. Uh, just Every time you turn, there's another uh, famous person. Kirk Douglas is, is his dad. Plus, it's Sylvester Stallone making fun of himself because he can't speak, so he has to go to... Elocution lessons with Dr. Pooh. Who is Tim Curry. Tim Curry. It's so great. It's the greatest. You guys have to watch it if you can find it. It is kind of hard to find. Highly recommend buying it off of Amazon, though, because you will love it and you'll want to watch it 25 times in a row so you can catch all the little tiny details in it. We've tried showing the... Oh, the kids like Goonies. Okay, so Goonies. Our kids really liked Goonies. They want to know why Thanos was wearing shorts over the top of his sweats. Yes, but I have to say, there's a lot of wildly inappropriate things in <laughs> yeah, Goonies. There was. And some of my friends have shown their kids Goonies, and their kids were not impressed with it. And they were like, why are they picking on all of these people? Why are they making jokes about these sort of things? So if your kids are going to pick up on things like that, or you yourself are sensitive to things like that, Goonies is probably not for you. I'm just giving a friendly heads up that's, because it's definitely not for fair. everybody. And it has 
It's super fun. It's a great treasure movie, but some of this stuff in it has not aged well. Along with uh, Flight of the Navigator, which was a Disney classic. I loved that movie when I was little. I loved it too, but to be fair, and especially in hindsight now watching with our kids, the first half of the movie is slow. Until he finally gets on the spaceship, it's like, come on, get moving. Was he in the hospital room with Sarah Jessica Parker? Am I thinking? Yes. Okay. Yes. And she's got purple in her hair because she went to a Twisted Sister concert. Oh, my God. Twisted Sister. That's hilarious. Right. 80s movies. They're where it's at. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I tried showing them uh, Willow. Ew. Yeah. That didn't go well. Okay. I've tried showing all four of them Labyrinth multiple times. They all hate it. I'm ready to disown them over this. We haven't shown them the Dark Crystal yet. Legend they sat through. They sat through Legend. I got into a fight with kid number four about the unicorns in the movie because she told me they were not unicorns. They were just horses. And I I, I was like, well, there's a unicorn. There's a horn on a horse. Unicorn. She was like, no, it's wrong. It's not a unicorn. Turn this off. This is wrong. And I was like, I just need you to watch the movie and love it as much as I do. No, the unicorns are wrong. I don't know what to tell you. Me neither. Well, I think uh, movie uh, suggestions, we can even come back and visit this more. But how do we make family movie night special? Oh. They like to make little nests on the floor. So they've got, we have a gazillion like floor pillows in the living room and then even more throw blankets. Sleeping bags. Yeah. So they will make a little tiny nest for each person on the floor and get all snuggled in. And we will have some sort of special movie treat. Usually it's popcorn, but like when we did the outside movie night, we had s'mores. And then we also tried making this like s'mores. Um, s'more nachos with the Girl yeah, Scout s'more thing. s'more ni- nachos. I, I don't recommend. They didn't turn out very well. Um, but some sort of fun, campy type We've dessert. also done because at one of the charity auctions, I bought a mini chocolate fondue yeah. set. So we've done chocolate fondue where they sat at the table and they had the big TV in the living room and they could see it. And they were dipping graham crackers and vanilla wafers and fruit in the chocolate Mm -hmm. while they were watching the movie. Of course, they kept drifting towards the living room, which is carpeted in our house. It's much easier when they're in the kitchen where it's hardwood floor and that wipes up easy. You know, chocolate on light gray carpet. Not so so much. Um. They also will have something to drink. So usually it's water, but occasionally they're allowed to have a soda, which they think is like the bee's knees. Well, and two of them. Yeah, the older two. No. No, it's the middle. One <laughs> one and three are allowed. They like to have soda. Two is like, no, just water. Soda's gross. And then kid number four is too little for soda. So She's water, juice, or milk. Yep. White cow milk. Yeah, she doesn't even like chocolate. No. She specifies white. White cow milk. That's what she asks for every morning. Mommy, can I have some more white cow milk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they like to do that with their movies. And the treats um, make it special. And Sometimes we'll do, like, we'll go to the store and we'll get them, like, a little box of candy like you would get at the theater. Um, especially during COVID times because we can't really go to the theater right now. Yeah. So we get the little treats and we bring them home and then we can watch movies together as a family. And it's Whether nice. in the living room or if we go to the basement where it's even darker. Mm-hmm. And speakers are better. Or it's getting warmer and warmer. Maybe we can go back to our outdoor movies where we project them on the side of the house and the yep. garage. Mm-hmm. 
We just got to make sure they're all ones we can show. Super family friendly. <laughs> Super friendly, family friendly. Not that we're showing anything bad to our children, but one, you don't want to do any spoilers. So you don't want to do the latest Marvel movie to come out and ruin it for people. <laughs> but also, like, we were a little nervous about doing Raiders of the Last, Lost Ark when all the faces start melting off of people. But we were was, also nervous about pretty late. doing Goonies because of some of the jokes and words choices that they use. Yeah. In movies. Goonies we did indoors, though. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, speaking of movies and picks, I gave the kids a little worksheet. Fun. Yeah. So, and I haven't shown these to you yet, uh, but it said family new movie night survey. They had to be family movies, not Disney or Pixar movies, because obviously those are family friendly. Not Marvel or DC. Otherwise, that would fill up this whole thing. Have they even... Yes, they've seen DC movies and Marvel no, movies. No, I meant other movies, not Disney or Marvel or Star Wars. Oh, I was just saying, not Star Wars and not Harry Potter. Oh, bummer. Harry I mean, Potter's great. All, I'm not saying those aren't good choices. I'm just like, okay, can we just, let's get the, Move I wanted, away from those. one of the more novel responses they would give me mm-hmm. other than the usuals yeah. that you expect. Movies for the whole family. So I'll start at the bottom with Kid 4. Mm-hmm. So three categories here. On this worksheet, the first category is favorite live action movies, not cartoons, real people. Okay. And these are just in the order she gave me, and I'm interested in what your response would be. The first on the list is Muppets. Okay. Don't know which Muppet movie, but Muppets. It's it's the one with that guy that was in How I Well, honestly, the first thing she said was Muppet Babies, to which Jesus we Christ. all said, that's not a movie, that's a TV show. She say, fine, Muppets. <laughs> like, all right, with her little four-year-old attitude. Next up was Jurassic Park, which I think she oh, means God. the whole franchise. <laughs> yep. Number three was Legend. She went over to the shelf, grabbed it, and shoved it in my face. Okay, so she just, like, <laughs> is picking things to make you be quiet. Number four was Oscar, mm-hmm. which she said Oscar. Okay. Number five was Roger Rabbit. Interesting. Has she seen it? Yeah. Hmm. Number six was Indiana Jones. She didn't specify which one. She just... I assume it's Temple of Doom with the eyeball soup. I assume it was Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, that one sucks. Yeah, well, I like it. And number seven that she put down was SpongeBob, which I assume is out of water because I think that's the only one SpongeBob she's seen. I think so. The one with Antonio Banderas. Yes. Next category was favorite animated movies, and then in parentheses it says cartoons. Okay. So this is what she gave me. Uh, I had to be, and we, and we shot down because I had uh, the other kids helping me with, with her. Anything that was Disney or Pixar, I think that's the only thing off this list that, because um, obviously Marvel and DC and Star Wars. Are not cartoons. Not cartoon movies. Star Wars has cartoon show. Anyway, Garfield. Hmm. Lego movie number one, yes. not number two. Okay. She was very adamant on that. Mm-hmm. Spies in disguise. They like She likes the pigeon. The pigeon is cute. Yes. Boss baby, she's going with that little baby. He's so funny. He's wearing a suit. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and then the secret lives of pets. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Next category is movies you want to see. All right. Angry Birds. She's seen it. I know. And then she gave me some that I just wrote down anyway. Um, Cinderella. Okay. Snow White. Okay. Aladdin. Okay. Mulan. Really? And then Paw Patrol, the movie, and originally she said Paw Patrol. I'm like, that's a TV show. And then the kids reminded me, no, no, no. It's going to be a movie soon, too. Interesting. Yes. The bottom category with this is 
favorite movie snacks. And for her, she said popcorn with cheese or butter or caramel. So I guess like butter popcorn or Chicago mix. Okay. Graham crackers. Mm-hmm. And it took her a while to describe the, the red things, the red, long, skinny things that look like spaghetti. Twizzlers. Strawberry, strawberry flavors. Strawberry Twizzlers. That's hilarious. I thought stra- Twizzlers I were don't cherry. don't even know that she's... So the ones that are like standard Twizzlers are the cherry ones, but the pull-apart ones are strawberry. Okay. Well, then that, or she I said, have it backwards. I don't know. She don't said know. like spaghetti, so she must mean the pull-apart? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, that's what Kid 4 said. That's he was funny. Four. Okay. All right, Kid 3. Oh, boy. Live action movies. Undercover Blues. I'm trying to read his writing, too. Yes. First, I'm like, Undercover Bus? What? No, (laughs) Undercover Blues. Mm -hmm. The next one is, oh, he had Spider-Man. He scratched it out because that's a uh, Marvel. (laughs) The Polar Express, (laughs) which is not live action. Okay. But it looks like it because of the way they did the animation. The movie is terrible. Yeah. I don't like it. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yes. That movie is so funny. Watch Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul. It has Alicia Silverstone in it playing the mom. And it has that guy. Dead Man on Campus guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, hold on. Sean, not Sean William Scott. Something. He's one of those three named dudes. He was in that thing you do. Mm-hmm. Tall, goofy guy. He's in that show you like with the. With the crazy woman. Yeah. That's really specific. Mm-hmm. Tom Everett Scott. Yeah, three name guys. He plays the dad. And they go on this wonderfully bad road trip where everything goes wrong. <laughs> it is so funny and just so absolutely accurate. Highly recommend that one. It's great. Next up on Kid 3's list, Elmo in Grouchland, which, oh my God, I can't stand that movie. That's just because we've watched it 892 times. That's an underestimate, but Come okay. On. You can sing the trash All right. song. Next up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm pouring myself a little bit more of this uh, whiskey. So you can get through Elmo and Grouchland? Yeah, and the next movie, which is I don't care for, but Return to Oz. That movie's amazing. Oh my God, that movie's awful. Nope, it's amazing. And I'm not surprised he liked it at all. Because it is weird and creepy, and he takes after me. The evil witch has got like multiple heads. That woman and she's takes swapping her head heads. off, and she has a whole cabinet full of heads, and she runs around without a head on at some point. And he was just like, oh, "Yeah, which one is she gonna pick? How does she get those heads? I want to chop heads off so I can stick them in her cabinet." And then I was like, "Okay, you need to reel it in there, buddy." Um, yeah, he had a lot of fun with that movie. <laughs> oh well, then he has one more, and that was the Goonies. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Favorite animated movies, cartoons. He has Captain Underpants, mm-hmm. Madagascar. Oh, yeah. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Yeah, 2 is good. Madagascar 2. Hmm. And Lego Movie 2. Lego Movie 2? Yep. I'm surprised. And then movies you most want to see, he has blank because he said all the movies he wants to see are Marvel movies. Of course. Yes. That's funny. Movie snacks, he has Airheads. Has he ever had an Airhead? Yeah, he has. Okay. Popcorn, Sour Patch Kids, and Gummy Worms. Sounds about right. Sugar, 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 and popcorn. That's what you get when you go to the movies. You get sugar and you get popcorn. Kid number two. So now kid number two is a 10-year-old. Ten and a half. Kid number two's favorite live action movies on this list. Indiana Jones. Okay. Casablanca. Yeah. The Maltese Falcon. Nice. 
Skyfall. Yes. It's the, not super kid friendly, especially the one scene. Okay. And remember, this is, it says right on here, not, underlined, not cartoons, real people. Okay. So number five on his list for live action is the Lego movie. <laughs> I mean, there is, <laughs> it is a real, scene. There is real people in it, mm-hmm. and their Legos Will move Ferrell around. does show up. Yep. <laughs> Favorite animated movies, Garfield. Okay. Chicken Little, but then he crossed out Chicken Little. That's weird. We haven't watched that. Captain three, or number three is Captain Underpants. Okay. Number four, Elmo and Grouchland. What the hell? <laughs> number five says Minions. Number mm-hmm. six is Madagascar. Number seven is Charlie Brown. I don't know which Charlie Brown. Number eight is it's, the... You, yes, you do. It's the Halloween one. Okay. not the, Oh, that is. It, come on. Okay. Kid number two, Halloween Charlie number Brown. Number eight is... The, the penguins, which I mean, it must be the penguins of Madagascar. Mm-hmm. Penguins is spelled P-E-N-G-W-I-N-S for posterity when we listen back to this later. <laughs> Number nine is the Muppets, which I assume is the newer one that uh, Jason Siegel did. Jason Siegel, that's the guy. Yeah. And number 10 is Madagascar 2. The, all of these categories had room for 10 items. Madagascar 2. Movies you most want to see, he said Rio. He did because he likes birds, yep. And number two, he said the Goonies, which he has seen. Apparently, so. he wants to watch it again. Apparently, favorite movie snacks Sour Patch Kids, pizza, mm. candy bars, and popcorn. So, he'll be the one sneaking the giant pizza into the theater. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring in the 36 inch pizza. Nice, get it yeah. I know, I gotta get to it. Where did I not bring it down? You did. There it is. Oh my. All right. Well, let's go on to kid number one. Kid number one that is, is 11. Oh, this goes on to the back. It's all over the place. Oh let's see if I can God. follow it around. All right. Kid number one, our 11 year old daughter, who's a sixth grader. Favorite live action movies. I am assuming uh, these are n- in no particular order, but number one on the list. Right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Elmo in Trash World. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's been a while since she's seen it. <laughs> trash world <laughs> but she used to watch it on repeat yes she did with like and it wasn't just because like oh we're gonna turn the tv on and be a babysitter we were in the room with her and like freak out um i tried to get her when she was tiny and obsessed with that movie i tried to get her to watch follow that bird because when i was little that movie was amazing yes it was and i showed it to her one day and she was like no no elmo turn it off Big Bird, not good. Even though Big Bird was literally her favorite stuffed animal forever, yeah, she said the movie was garbage. Mm-hmm. Anyways, because there ahead. was no garbage in it, I guess, yeah. and no Elmo. Number two, Undercover Blues. Yeah. Number three, The Muppets. Number four, Labyrinth. I think she's sucking up to you. She's totally sucking. Number up Number five, you. Legend. Suck up. She's totally sucking up. Number six, The Goonies. Number seven, Oscar. Number eight, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Number nine, James Bond. She doesn't specify. Skyfall. Number 10, Mystery on the Orient Express. She really does like the dude with the funny mustache, as she puts it. (laughs) Oh, she has more live action on the back. Knives Out. Yes. I was just going to ask if she put that on there. She loved it. The Great Outdoors. Nice. Grown Ups. Don't exactly recommend that one for full family movie viewing. There's but some inappropriate David Spade jokes in there. Yeah, Return to Oz. Yes. 
Spaceballs. Spaceballs. When did she see Spaceballs? I showed it to her. Jumanji, one, two, and three. Our kids consider the original as one. Yes. Two is the remake, reboot, and three is the sequel to the reboot. With Okay, the remakes are hilarious, especially the first remake. I highly recommend it. The Rock is fantastic in it. And so is Jack Black. Jack Black plays a teenage girl, and it's amazing. It is great. Uh, what's not great is the next one. I can't endorse this one, but she said Sonic. I, That's Sonic bullshit. <laughs> and that movie sucked. That movie is just a crap. No, it is a monstrosity All right. After that, she has cinema. Casablanca. Okay. Written as two words because she took Spanish for Casablanca. Yeah. So she has Casa Blanca. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park slash World. Okay. So she means the whole franchise. Yeah. Hellboy, which she's talking about the original Ron Perlman version because she hasn't seen the new one with the dude from um, Stranger Things. We haven't even seen it. I have. You have? Is it good? You slept through it. So it's not good. It's all right, but I think they should have brought Ron Perlman back. And then Wizard of Oz. Aw. She went overboard on live action. Favorite animated movies. Again, keep in mind, no Disney or Pixar are allowed on this list because that would take up the whole list. She has Curious George. That movie is so cute. So, like, while they didn't rank these, I think it's, I take this as the first thing that came to mind was Curious George. Mm -hmm. Then she has Lego Movie 1 and 2, Lego Ninjago Movie, Lego Batman Movie. The Ninjago Movie is very funny. Then she has the Willoughby's, which I don't. Th- I've seen oh bits and pieces, but I haven't the actually Willoughby's watched it. The Willoughby's is on Netflix, and it is this whole family of redheads, and everybody grows a mustache, and they're the kids are basically orphaned by their shitty parents, and they have to go and make it in the world, and they wind up um, with their mustaches. With their their mustaches come later. Oh, when they get older, even the girls get the mustaches. It's a Willoughby thing. Um, oh anyways, the the movie has a very happy ending, and it is absolutely delightful. She likes it because everybody has red hair. You know what didn't make this list that I had the kids watch? <laughs> no. Big Trouble in Little China. That movie is terrible. That movie's awesome. No. It really is. It I, is a shit show. I wanted to see it when it came out. My parents wouldn't let me see it. It's a Kurt the, Russell shit show. It is a John Carpenter movie. That doesn't mean it's good. At some point, I'm going to have like Kid One watch The Thing. That movie is terrible, too. Oh, it has Wilford Brimley. Oatmeal Man's in it. Diabetes Unless he's man. making diabetes jokes in it, I don't want to watch it. No, you've seen it before. I know that's but great. It's bad. Uh, can't show it to the little ones yet. But anyway, uh, there's more on this list for animated: SpongeBob movie, Chicken Little, Spies in Disguise, <laughs> Captain Underpants, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, One and Two, Sing, The Grinch, and Trolls. Aw, yeah. Movies you most want to see. Uh, line number one, she started. She has a T, an H, and then it's crossed out. So I don't know what that was going to be. Me neither. The something. Anyway, number two is Death on the Nile, which I also want to see. Me too. Death on the Nile being the sequel to Murder on yet? the Order Express. No, they're still filming How did it she as even far think as I think about this. She did have her IMDb on her phone oh, too. Okay. She was looking at what's coming out. Uh, she has Spirited Away as number three. We own it. We just haven't watched it yet. Okay. Uncle Jake Black. She put the other Charlie Browns. Now, I don't know what the other ones are because she didn't mention any of the Charlie Browns in the rest of her list. <laughs> and then she has... What is this? It's Circle. 
Let me see. Hang on. Miraculous La- Ladybug. Oh. The Miraculous Ladybug movie. We're not going to talk about this. Okay. Oh, she does have a side note for all the ones she wants to see. The ones on the top of her head are against the rules at the top of the page. Okay. Uh, James Bond, No Time. Oh, No Time to Die. The new James Bond, which is... Not- oh, there's To Die. It wrapped around. <laughs> James Bond, No Time to Die, which hasn't come out yet. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Me too, kid. Me too, kid. Wicked. Like the like the play? It's gonna, they're putting out the movie. Is Adina Menzel going to be in it? I don't know. Probably. Look it I up mean, on she IMDb be later. She was Elphaba for a really long time. All right. Enola Holmes, which is not a movie. It's a TV show. It's on Netflix. Whatever. It's Sherlock Holmes' little sister. Sing 2, I was not aware they were making a sequel. Rumble. Sonic 2, oh hell no. They don't have cast yet for this movie. Love and Monsters. The Mitchells versus the Machines. Actually, I saw the preview for that one. That looks cute. I think it looks adorable. Oh, and she's got one on the back. Sweet Tooth. And I saw the preview for that. That looked cute too. I, I don't know about that one yet. Oh, you should search it. <clears throat> I'll cut out the lag time from where you're looking at it. <clears throat> okay. The kid has antlers. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Read the synopsis for it. I did. He has antlers. You want me to read it now? Like out loud? Yeah. Okay, so Sweet Tooth. A boy who is half human and half deer survives in a post-apocalyptic world with other hybrids. This is not a cartoon. Haven't they already made... No, it just had to be a movie they wanted to see. But haven't they already made the island of Dr. Moreau twice already? (laughs) They have. And they Plus, have also already made The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which this kid looks like a fawn. He does. Or it looks like he's something out of South Park's version of Island of Dr. Moreau. Where, yeah. So it's been done, but this Good is a little Lord. bit different take. Yeah. Oh, my. Did any of this catch you off guard or surprise you? I'm surprised that any of them remembered. Um, I don't know. I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised that they put uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I'm not there. surprised one bit. They love that movie. They do, but there's a whole bunch of them, but the one that we watch most often is The Long Haul, which really is... The road fan- trip one. Yeah, it's fantastic. You guys have to watch it. It's great. I'm pretty excited. Um, next year, the 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 Bad Guys series books by Aaron Blabby are going to become a cartoon movie. And the first one they comes out those books. next year. And those books are hul- like fall on the floor hilarious. So I cannot wait for this I movie really to come hope out. when they make the movie, they do it the books justice. Because the books yeah. have really, well, the kids just obsess over the books. All of them do. The books are amazing. I just bought the books for my clients at work. Because I was like, they, these books are going to get these kids hooked in. They're going to make them laugh. They're going to get a huge kick 
out of these, um, and they're going to enjoy reading because of them. So, yeah, I'm really hoping they do the books justice with it. Oh, before I forget, Kid One, her movie snacks. I didn't even list that for you. There might be some surprises for you here. All right, first on our list is popcorn. I'm sure you're shocked. Nope. Soda. At least she didn't call it pop yet. She's not allowed to. We've had this conversation. (laughs) I correct her every time she says it. All right. Then she has Starburst, Sweet Tarts, because she's your daughter. Sweet Tarts are great. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Gummy Bears. Everybody loves gummy bears. Skittles. And then something that I've never seen her have during a movie. Slushy. I think she just wants to have one. (laughs) I don't think she's ever actually had one. Um, I think it's like on her bucket list of things to try. I don't know, unless she had one like this last time she went. So one of her friends uh, at middle school had a birthday party. And the thing the theater is doing right now to kind of stay in business during COVID times is you can rent out the entire theater uh, for a reasonable amount of money. And then it's on you to be responsible and socially distance and all that. And, but most people bring like family members. And so they're having big birthday parties. And instead of like, oh, you get the party room and then you get so many seats in the theater. You you get the entire freaking theater. So she went to one and out of the entire theater, they are allowed to have up to 35 people. So they're kind of forcing you. I mean, this is a thing that holds over 100 people. They're forcing you to spread out even if you are part of the whole party. But she had a blast. She did. She had so much fun. Um, one of the other movies that I want to see, like as a family. Yes. It, it is a Disney movie. And well, it's a fine. cartoon, but it's going to... I just took that off the kids list because yeah. otherwise we just have a list of Disney movies all night. It'll be streaming on Disney Plus this summer and it is called Luca. And... I saw the preview for that it's one. It's little boys who are actually sea monsters and it's set in Italy and they have to like keep their sea monsterness a secret. Um, I suspect it doesn't stay a secret and that's the whole point of the movie. That's so perfect for our children. It looks absolutely given that they all adorable. Have Italian names and... Mm-hmm. They're just little sea monsters anyway because they the love to cutest, be in the pool. Like the characters are just shaped so perfectly. And them as sea monsters, they're pretty and they're colorful and they're cute. I can't wait to watch this with them. I'm really excited about it. When we restart, uh, especially as it gets warmer, I mean, it'll probably be after school's out for the summer. But uh, when we're back out doing our outdoor movies, what do you have at the top of the list for the next outdoor feature? Did we finish our string of Indiana Joneses outside? I know we did Raiders. I know we did Temple of Doom. Did we do... We did not do the other one. The... Um, Last Crusade. Yes, that's the one. That one is Crystal very Skull good. is dumb. So. No, that movie is trash. Yeah. Um, they should be ashamed of their... We were talking about that, like how it was not that good because Kid One has seen it and she's like, eh. We talked about the new one they're trying to make right now, even though Harrison Ford is a bazillion years old. But instead of having a son, this time, supposedly, the rumors are the script involves he's out gallivanting with uh, his daughter. Who's her mother? I don't know. It's a line from Oscar. Yeah. You didn't get it. I did get it. I'm just tired. I'm so ashamed of you. I know you are. I'm looking on my to watch list. Yeah. What else you got? But what else do we want to show the kids? I mean, do well, we want to do another Humphrey Bogart movie? Do we want to do... I don't know what? if we can watch them outside. Why? Because we might spoil it for somebody? No. Because there might be something inappropriate in it? What? Yes, because there might be something inappropriate well, in like it. Well, like Peter Lorre's eyeballs? 
they're creepy. They are no, like inappropriate jokes about different ethnicities. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> we don't need to like go offending the neighbors. That's true. With our they are they're they're bit... old movies. These they exist. Yeah. They have inappropriate things in them. They were inappropriate then, but apparently it was okay then. I don't know. <laughs> They're not exactly. The point PC. is, is we're not going to watch them outside. What about 80s movies? Movies from our childhood that you'd want to show them. We can show them Labyrinth outside. Children, watch this movie, but we're outside. It makes it better. <laughs> um, We can show them Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. I think they would really like that. I did recently show Kid Number One. Three men and a baby and three men and a little lady. And she thought they were great. And I forgot how good they are, especially three men and a baby. It is the, hysterical. Three men and a baby is good. The other um, one's like, That yeah. one might be okay to show outside. You know, I tried it over the winter showing the kids uh, American Tale because that used to be one of my favorites when I was little. That's one they used to, you know, when they wheeled in the big cart with the giant TV and the VCR on it in school. That was along with Labyrinth. And mm-hmm. the land before time. That's one that made the rounds at the school a lot. Um, they did not, you know, hang with it. Nope. I've tried to have them watch the, um, the Fievel movies, and they don't love it. I've also. What about Oliver I, and Company? Yeah, they'd probably. I mean, like which that is one. Just basically cute. a take on Oliver Twist. They would probably like um, the dinosaur movie. The That's Land Before sad. Time. Yes, the Land Before Time. But I don't think I can watch it again. It's just too much. It's too much sad. <laughs> okay. It is. You and your tree stars. We haven't shown them the Dark Crystal yet. We haven't, and we could probably watch that one outside. Um, that movie is so weird. Do you remember the uh, Star Wars spinoff made-for-TV movies that came out when we were kids with the Ewoks? and the, There's two of them. Yeah. They're on Disney Plus now. Oh, we are gonna. It's something watch like the it returned to Endor, um, some adventure yeah, at Endor. So the Ewoks were always my favorite part of Star Wars, and I'm pretty of course sure they are because they're little teddy bears, teddy bears in with spears, with knives, loincloths. Yeah. Um, I had a sit and spin, and it had the Ewoks on on the stickers on the sit and spin, and I always thought it was amazing. And I was like, "These are my Ewoks. I sit on them. <laughs> what? I sit on them and spin. Do you?" <laughs> In hindsight, do you understand that this is not good? Yes. Okay. It's better just to consider it teddy bear picnic. Teddy bear picnic that you sit and spin on. Oh, okay. Yeah, all of my movies in my to-watch, other than Luca, are wildly inappropriate for children. <laughs> like the new Dexter series, even though it's not a movie? That's in my to-watch TV list. This okay. is my movies to-watch list. They're all like um, horror movies. <laughs> I mean, another one that my brother and I liked when we were in elementary school that was totally inappropriate that we can't watch anymore and we are not going to show our children is Leonard Part 6. What is that? Well, there were, keep in mind, there's no Leonard 1 through 5. So being Leonard Part 6 was part of the joke. But really, it's uh, if you think about Mr. and Mrs. Smith or any of the James Bonds, it's a spoof on all of those starring Bill Cosby. Uh, oh <laughs> hey did you ever watch ghost dad yes something else we won't be showing the kids probably not um i've got a bunch of old movies on here what do you got on there um i have his girl friday which i thought would be good to show to the kids but i have tried to watch this movie twice now and i have fallen asleep both times it is 
horrible. Do you think they'll make it through the Treasure of the Sierra Madres? Yeah. I, well, hmm. Kid Number Two, probably. The rest of them, no, it's a little There's slow. so many classic lines out of that one. Can you help a poor American badges. down on his luck? Badges? What badges? We don't need no stinking badges. Um, I've got... Mutiny on the Bounty. No. Mr. Roberts. What is Mr. Roberts? Oh, I'll have to show it to you. Hmm. They've seen... Uh, you know what we need Mimi to find? Maybe in St. Louis. They have, and kid number one loves it. They haven't seen Auntie Mame yet. We can totally show them... No, we can't show them all of Auntie Mame. No, we can show them Auntie Mame, but we can't watch it outside. Oh, okay. Um, um, but we need to find... It's not on Disney Plus yet, but we need to find The Watcher in the Woods. Why? This gets back to your whole wanting to be in the bushes in Indiana and Jesus like staring Christ. windows of authors' houses. Bette Midler in it. It was one of her last movies. It's creepy. Bette Midler's still alive. Not Bette Midler. Betty Davis. Jesus, Jessica. <laughs> Yes, and we're all happy Bette Midler is still alive because supposedly they're making a sequel to Hocus Pocus. Pocus, And she's going to be in it. It's going to be amazing. So she has to stay alive. But this has Betty Davis in it. Okay. With the eyeballs and the face. Anyways, it's wonderfully creepy. Disney apparently has it locked away in the vault. Um, But eventually it's going to come out of the vault and we're going to show it to our kids. We've shown our kids Jaws. Yeah. And like at one point, uh, the boys had like rock star status at school. Like, oh my God. Like, it's like we showed them some like X rated (laughs) horror film. Oh my God. They saw Jaws. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with Jaws, especially if you bleep out, smile, you son of a. An entire man at the end of the movie. It's so fakey. Also, there's a there's a head floating around in the ocean at again. In the middle also of the fake movie. looking. You know what's really good? Jaws number three. <laughs> really fake looking. <laughs> yeah, but those people get locked in like the underwater tubes. How about Jaws tubes? four, where the shark growls and roars like a lion? Jaws four is wonderful. Jaws four is a piece of garbage. <laughs> It is fantastic. Michael Caine's, that's where Michael Caine's career hit rock bottom and he then he started the working back. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that movie. It is great. Um, we can show them the rules of attraction. That won't twist them. No. That's right up there with Mar- Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Great movie, not family uh, movie night. Why? There's just, there's too much going on in that one. I want to watch it. Yeah, no, these are not for kids. Ones we haven't shown them, though, that we need to are uh, The Sword and the Stone. Did you show them The Rats and Nim yet? I tried to have them watch it um, a couple weeks ago. Kid number one kind of got into it, but she was really confused about why the rats could read and talk. Um, <laughs> because they were working with behavioral psychologists who just did uh, shaping. down a really weird rabbit hole about Rat Lab. And explain, well, you know, if you just work hard That enough, came up tonight <laughs> where we were saying something about uh, field mice and everything. And then like, well, you know, mom and dad used to train rats. Yeah. N- not to read, though. No, um, but I did train like entire classrooms of students on how to train rats. Yeah, no, they did not love the rats of Nim. And kid number four especially got really freaked out when the, the mouse house started sinking in the mud. And they had to save it. And they like busted out that red ruby necklace to like use ruby firepower to lift the the mouse house out of the mu- I don't, that movie's really weird looking back on it I don't, as an adult i don't okay? think i've seen it since i was kid three's age which it's, is like eight or nine it's a lot it 
when I was little, I used to love the movie to the point where I found out that it was a book. And I got the book from the library and I read it and it was awful. The movie is actually better than the book. That's the end of my story. Anyways. Anyways. All right. So this kind of lays out, though, um, family movie night, make it special, have some treats, pick out some good movies. Hopefully we got some suggestions for you here. If not, hopefully this whole episode had a lot of nostalgia for you and thinking back to those movies, those theater experiences, whether they were kind of creepy and sticky and full of pepper spray. Yeah. Or they were much better. The experiences of going to the rental store and wandering the aisles up and down, trying to figure out what are we going to watch, looking at boxes that didn't even have the movie in them or not allowed. They either had the movie right behind the box or you had to grab the box and go up and get it. And they pull it out of giant file drawers. You could not go into the room with the curtain. Where was the room with the curtain? In the back of the store. Did the one, the family video by your house have one? Holy cow. The Hollywood video had one down that's now the Verizon store. Anyway. Don't go in the room with the curtain at the video store. Oh, my. <laughs> but the key thing is, clearly it makes memories. If you think back, you, I'm sure, have memories. You and Just you and I have tons of memories of movies. Made an impressionable thing. And it's really those experiences and watching it and just spending time as a family and then talk about it. What did you think? What do you think about this? Different plot points. Rating the movies. Have fun with it. But the key is family time and make those memories. Absolutely. Yes. I think this is the first good stab at a family movie night as a topic, don't you? Yeah. Obviously, we're big into movies, so we'll do this again another time. Probably. Maybe after Luca comes out. Maybe. But before we go, we got something else to do. It's the Red Arrow Challenge. Yes, the Red Arrow Challenge, our weekly multi-sport competition. Compete in your age group or overall in any of the categories or the composite points. Those who make it on top of each category for each age group, we give a shout-out in our podcast every week. And for the most recent week, the set of champions we have are... Swimming! 40 to 49, try, try again. No 50 to 59 year olds, but 60 to 69 kilogram ill. Running. Nine and under, easy E. 10 to 19, lucky dude. 20 to 29, H. Kaner, 305. 30 to 39, the Logan. 40 to 49, try, try again. No one older than that. And for our featured members, which are you and me, me. Walking. Nine and under, easy E. 10 to 19, lucky dude. 20 to 29, Husky Mike with an I. Not just in Mike, but also in Husky. 30 to 39, SB, Nikki, 40 to 49, Vino, Mia, 50 to 59, AR, Miller, 60 to 69, Kilogram, Ill, featured members, me. Biking on road. 20 to 29, H. Kaner, 305, 30 to 39, Cyclopath, 40 to 49, try, try again. 50 to 59, Trek, Tim, 60 to 69, Kilogram, Ill, featured members, me. Biking off road. 30 to 39, Dirt Devil, 40 to 49, 906 Laker. Sit down paddling. 40 to 49, Jesse's Girl, 50 to 59, A.R. Miller. Stand up paddling. 20 to 29, Gator Boy, 30 to 39, Me West, 40 to 49, Coffee Dude, 50 to 59, Mary Mary, 60 to 69, Sunny D. Cross country skiing. Nobody. Hmm. Skating. 20 to 29, Lexi, with two X's, 30 to 39, Wildcat, with a K, 
40 to 49, Great Juan with the numeral 8. 50 to 59, Herb. 60 to 69, MRH313. Featured members, me. Hockey. 9 and under, Yellow Ninja. 10 to 19, Soleil. 20 to 29, Husky Mike. 30 to 39, Benny. 40 to 49, Coach T. 50 to 59, Herb. 60 to 69, Pac Mac. Featured members, me. Points. <laughs> You're not going to go for the baritone? Points. There you go. No, that's creepy. Don't put that in. I'm totally leaving that in. <sighs> 9 and under, Easy E. 10 to 19, Lucky Dude. 20 to 29, H Gainer. 305, 40 to 49. Oh, skip 30 to 30. There we go. Let's try that again. 30 to 39, Benny. 40 to 49, Try Try Again. 50 to 59, Herb. 60 to 69, Kilogram Mill. Nobody older than that. Featured members. Me. Hooray. Hooray. Well, this has been fun. Both of fun. You know what we forgot to do in the last episode? No. Wish all the moms out there a happy Mother's Day, because that would have been the last episode to post. This one's going to post right at the day after Mother's Day. Well, happy Mother's Day anyways. Happy belated Mother's Day. it was fantastic. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully your Mother's Day is fantastic. We will see. We will see. We'll talk about it next week. When we're back with a new episode, because we host episodes almost every week. When we do post them, they post on Monday. We have topics on health, wellness, mental health, physical health, everything. And movies. And barely movies. Uh, This has been fun. Loads of fun. Where'd you go? You're like on the other side of the room. (laughs) Sorry. Loads of fun. (laughs) All right. But until next time, bye. Bye.